Good afternoon, morning, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Birdchild, and I am so excited to be here right now. I am, I am ecstatic. Really? Yep. Looked like your hairs were uh, starting to stick up a little bit. Yeah. Static <laughs> excitement. Yeah. Ecstatic and static. Both at the same time. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. Really glad to hear it. Yeah. Especially after we were walking over here together and you said that you didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> for, for context, <laughs> I don't, I didn't want to talk to you because I wanted to talk to you now. As, as the saying that we have established goes, I didn't want to pour our stock through the colander without a pot underneath, <laughs> right? That, that's for, for those unaware, when, uh, when Ryan O'Kirk <laughs> was up here for the first time, we were all just having a chat, just talking, and I thought, fellas. Hold on, we're, we're, we're not recording this. We need to be recording this. We're, we're wasting valuable content right now. What we're doing right now is we have this delicious stock and we want our soup from it and we're pouring it through the strainer just straight into the sink, just straight into the drain. There's no pot underneath. We need to wait. And so, hence, why I did not want to speak with you on the walk here. And I wanted to speak with you now that we have the pot underneath. The proverbial pot is here to collect our proverbial soup. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to, you know, put you on the spot a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, fun intro, I thought. Now we have I a didn't. formal definition for uh, everybody else here about the, uh, the pot mm. pouring the soup through the colander without the, yeah. the bowl. So I'm glad we have that now yeah. for all of you listening. Uh, on Spotify, which you would be when you hear this. Because <laughs> we're that not on the That episode with Ryan O'Kirk will never see the light of day. It, it was the worst episode we've ever produced. It was, it was horrible. It is also unsalvageable <laughs> in the audio department. That it is was, the other reason. But even if it was, it would not ever come out. A semantic nightmare. Just awful. Oh, God. If you listen to that on the radio, we apologize. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> Before we get any further, the obligatory chair lowering. Oh, that was really slow on my end. I didn't like <laughs> yeah, rock was... it down like I expected to. <laughs> that was a uh, that was a slow burn you got there. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna adjust up a little bit actually. <laughs> you know my my chair. Oh, the, I think uh, it's good. The arms aren't even, and I know before before people say, "Oh, well, the arms are adjustable." I know that, right? And that's why I'm so upset is because both of these arms are raised to their maximum height they cannot go any higher and yet they're still uneven you'd think both like you know what i mean like when when you when you measure to maximum and minima maxima and minima when you measure from there then it's consistent right allegedly you know you, you, you know what i mean yeah it should be theoretically like like instead of just picking a person in the middle of a lineup you say like the second from left or the first from or the third from right right you you don't just like pick a person like yeah. arbitrate you you have a reference point you have those anchors right on either side yeah and yet those anchors are, are apparently skewed so oh that was the noise did you, of, uh, did you pull the whole thing out no no i i, I didn't I, I i can try though <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not now because then we'll have to fix it after. no i i, I, I don't, don't really think, want to i don't think they come all the way out i would hope not yeah i feel like it'd be an oversight on the, on <laughs> that the chairs be, actually no my, uh, there could be use for it, but the the two chairs that I've had, or no, th out of three, out of three chairs that I've used in my office spaces, two of them had uh, removable arms. You could just like just take them off. You wouldn't have arms on your chair anymore. It was kind of nice, actually, just to I have can the see option. How it would be just to have the option. But these chairs, these don't. <laughs> I would be a little bit nervous if they did. Yeah, I, I, they're they're pretty firmly like bolted. Yeah, in the no, back they're, here, they're, so. they're they're pretty they're on there pretty well. The uh, the arms coming off would suggest a much greater issue. Yeah, but so wonderful weather we're having outside, isn't it? 
Oh, goodness gracious me. It is fabulous. It is, it is exalted, breathtaking, awe-inspiring, just ethereal cosmic beauty. Beauty on a cosmic scale. It is just, it almost brings me to tears every time I walk outside. It is so incredible. It is so incredibly gorgeous out. Absolutely. And that's only slightly an exaggeration. It is really nice out. It has been really nice these past two days. It is perfect shorts and short sleeve shirt weather. Yeah, it is. Like you go out and it is a perfectly comfortable temperature. It is perfect. You can go out and sunbathe. And oh, it's just it's so nice. Slight breeze out today. Oh, very, yeah. very slight. Just enough to keep the uh, keep the it air moving. cool. Yeah, keep yeah. Keep circulating. It's absolutely wonderful. I, I've got to say, these past two days have made me realize more than ever how seasonally affected my mood is. I 100% agree. Like, I, I, I didn't, you know, I thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'm happy when the sun's out and I'm not as happy when it's overcast. Like, I always knew that. But I never realized the extent to which that is true. I yeah. mean, it is, it is incredible. Like, it can just make or break my day. Like, the, the, the weather, not just the weather, but the weather patterns. It really feels like it can sometimes. I say that because the past, like, what, six months have just been freezing cold and gray all the time. Yeah. It's just been nothing but dismal, short days, very short days, very cold days, windy cloudy and now the days are long they're so beautifully sunny they're like 75 80 degrees oh it's incredible it's kind of shocking how fast that changed though it it really is like really odd there wasn't very much of a transition period it was like it's gonna be back to pretty cold thir- in a oh, couple days yeah oh really <laughs> yeah we were here to stay now it's yeah, been days no. it's gonna be in the 30s in like a few days ah <laughs> oh. yeah how? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't like, okay. That's well, just something you got to reconcile with. I suppose. But we're enjoying it while it lasts, that's for sure. Indeed. Oh my God. I, 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 I don't want to talk about this the whole time, but like I cannot understate this. It is just incredible. Is there anything that you've done uh, specifically uh, since the weather's been so nice? You've been like, all right, now it is time for me to go out and be outside. Do that is what I have done. Is, is making a conscious decision decision to just simply exist out of doors. And that doesn't seem significant, but trust me when I say it is, and it is very noticeable. Like, just the, just the conscious decision to be like, you know what, I'm going to go home, but I'm not going to stay in my room. I'm going to sit on a bench. Like, it is just, it's just yep. so nice. It's so nice. I agree. And like in between classes, oh, I'm going to stay in this building and just sit in the lobby and study. No. Go outside on a bench, on the roof, on the lawn. Oh, it's so nice. I can't agree with you more. Yeah. I've gone out for many, many walks. Good. As of recently, uh, specifically with our friend, Jorgen von Strangle. Banana, Banana expert. Banana expert. I saw him today. We went on a walk. I heard that oh, yes. you did see him today. You, you, he told you. I remember. We, he was uh, going to meet you. Yes. Probably for a walk. <laughs> Actually for food. Oh, yes. We, uh, we were grubbing. Grubbing. Straight grubbing, if you will. It was, it was okay food. It wasn't great. Yeah. I, you know, I given given our, the uh, campus eateries. Right, right. I have, uh, that's an interesting story. I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of meal plan money left still. I need to spend it. I do too. I have so much money left. I have a strategy for it, but I'll, uh, I'll tell you after. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think I am privy cause I think I probably have a similar strategy. I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah. We might be I, able to work together here. Yeah. And- yeah. I, I'm going to spend it on so much extraneous stuff. I'm going to try to spend, I'm going to try to find everywhere that takes meal plan money and just spend it on ridiculous stuff. I'm going to go down to like a market to the market and our comments market and buy like double a batteries and like sunscreen and cough medicine just like as much as i can as i can purchase i was gonna do that i thought about that that's part of it that's only part of it because there's no way i'm gonna be able to buy like five hundred dollars worth of double a batteries right 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 i was thinking about that Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of snacks and food and stuff yeah, that yeah. just looks good. But I'm having trouble finishing all the food that I have now before yeah. the uh, three weeks before we have to move out. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm really struggling to eat it all now. Yeah. I thought I timed it perfectly, but. It happens. You know. Now we know. We do know now. Now we know. Now we can budget more efficiently. Indeed. I'm not going to put a lot of money on my meal plan. It is kind of nice, though, because I've <laughs> I've been able to indulge myself by eating more expensive foods now. And like, <laughs> that's because I have to or else it's a waste. You yeah, know? yeah. Like I need to I like I, I need to opt into something, opt into all those little nickel dime stuff like, oh, extra sauce, extra cheese, extra bacon. Like, yeah. I, I need I need to spend this on that. You can get the guac yeah. at the local campus eatery that costs yeah. $3. A scoop. A per scoop. Per scoop, $3 yes. $3 per scoop. Yeah. It's it isn't absolutely insane. Not that good anyway, so. It really isn't. Which is unfortunate. If it were good it's guac, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do it. Very yeah. what? Like vinegary almost. Vinegary. Ooh, yeah. that's kind of nice almost. I feel not like. Not really. It's very overpowering. Guac. Not with guac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big guac fan. Mm-hmm. I have I haven't made guac. I'll be frank. Really? I will. Yeah. I will preface that I have not made guac. Wow, that's surprising. but I have had even I've made guac. <laughs> and I am. I I, I've am. helped make guac, but I've okay, never. Okay, I've okay. never been at the helm. Okay. <laughs> but I have had the privilege of being the son of my mother, who makes fantastic guac. Guac expert. And also the boyfriend of Mrs. Luigi, who. Also makes absolutely gas guac. You mean your mom? Miss Luigi. Miss, Ms. Ms. Luigi. Ms. Luigi. I'm confused. My mother yes. and Ms. Luigi. Okay. Re- renaming officially. Ms. Luigi. Is? My girlfriend. Okay. She makes absolutely amazing guac. She makes good guac. Both of them do. Both of them. Okay. So I, okay. yeah. I, okay. 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 I, I see now. Both of them. Okay. So I've had good guac. You've you you've my been, entire you've been spoiled. Life. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you've yes, <been> spoiled. <laughs> yeah. No, good guac is is really something to behold. It is, and it it, is. it's. I don't think it's terribly, terribly difficult to do. No, from no, what I've seen. It, and it's simple. That's what's so yeah. beautiful about it. It's it's very simple. It's just oh, so delicious. Yeah. I don't like avocado. You you like guac? Yeah, like unless it's a texture thing. In which case, do you like bananas? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember one time. I was, uh, I forget where I was, but I was, I was in the company of friends and, and someone was like, Hey, would you like, I was just visiting. I was just dropping by, mm-hmm. just popping by, not, not to stay long. And, uh, so someone was like, Hey, do you want any chips and guac? And I was like, no, I can't. No, no. And they're like, <laughs> why not? I thought, I thought you liked chips and guac. <sighs> I do not like chips and guac. I love chips and guac <laughs> if i have one i am eating everything you have if you give me a single chip and a single guac on it i am going to eat all of the chips and all of the guac that you have <laughs> and you cannot stop me so let me stop myself before that happens by politely refusing which is a curse really it's almost like a greek tragedy you're suffering from success yeah i'm suffering <laughs> from how much i love chips and guac it is a pretty, it's a, it's an, looking for not, it, it's a timeless combo, but it's, it is also yeah. just a universally loved combo. Absolutely. There's just nothing offensive about it. It's, I mean, how oh, can you not like chips and guac? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I will say my only problem with chips and guac is that I love them so much that at like any Mexican restaurant or restaurant that serves chips and guac as mm-hmm. like a, as like a starter, I will just. That's just my meal. Like I'll just sit down. Like, oh yeah, just water, please. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll bring you some chips and guac. Like instead of bread, you know. Like, yeah. oh great, thanks. Like, okay, check please. Like, you didn't <laughs> order anything. Like, I'm full, dude. Like, I had a delicious meal. I don't know what you're talking about. This is this is great. Chips and guac are amazing. Oh, I respect your opinion. However, yes. the amount of other amazing food that there is. This is true. At a Mexican restaurant, Th- that's provided why, it's a okay, good one, is that's like why I'm so upset. That's why I'm so. That's why that that is such a problem to me is because like, oh, my God, look at this menu. 
literally everything here is good. And I'm like, I'm a pretty picky eater most of the time, mm -hmm. as you well know. Yes. So like to have a menu where everything is good, that never happens for me. But like almost every Mexican restaurant I go to, like everything here looks so good. Yeah. This is incredible. Like uh, my cup runneth over and yet like I'm full <laughs> on chips and quack. Like that's so tragic. That again is like a Greek tragedy. Aristotle like a, like a, is, like a myth, is smiling. A myth of, you know, just some myth. Aesop's fable, perhaps. The grasshopper who ate too much chips and guac. <laughs> and the scorpion was like, hey, uh, man. Or the, I guess that's the frog. The frog and the scorpion. The grasshopper and the someone else. I don't know. I'm not an Aesop scholar. I'm not either. I thought it was the fox and the scorpion. Might have been the fox. And the, well, no, because the scorpion was definitely, I'm pretty sure it was the frog. Because the frog wanted to go across the body of water. I was or the scorpion wanted to cross yeah. the body of water. And the scorpion pitched a ride on the frog's back and he stung the frog and they both drowned. I was under the impression that it was a fox. I feel like a fox could take a scorpion sting pretty well. Probably. You know? Like, I think I was told this story incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to suspect that as I, well. I think, it, uh, I think my dad, when he told me that story many, many years ago. Hey. To incorrectly be fair, told me that. I just said, I just said, grasshopper, cricket, frog, who knows? They're, you know, they're, they're easily confusable. They look pretty much the same. I mean, <laughs> the last time I saw uh, a fox on the road, I thought it was a frog. Oh, common mistake. Yeah, it Classic was. Classic Ms. Luigi pointed it out. She said uh, it was, it was the ears actually and the fur. Oh, that yeah. That made it a fox, but right. I couldn't tell. Was it green? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I see. It was more like a pale blue. Something like that. So see, easily mistakable. Right, right, right. Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard this once and I can never not think of it. The word frog is a mm -hmm. perfect auto synonym. It perfectly describes what it is. Like if you looked at a frog and you had no concept of language, if you didn't know English, any language, but somehow you were telepathically beamed. I want you to use your mouth and throat. I want you to use, you know, that part of you, because of course, you know, you, you have no knowledge of anything in your mind. Right. And you, you were just divined the information that you needed to produce a sound that represents that thing you see. And that thing you see is a frog. You would say frog because it just looks <laughs> like a frog. Like you don't have to know anything about language to just say like, yup. That's a frog right there. Like that that guy is froggy. Like that is a frog. Frog. You know, like it's just perfect. It perfectly describes what it is. There is no other word for frog more apt than frog. I would have to agree, not biased or anything. But like it's a frog. <laughs> Objectively just, in our opinion, that's a frog. I mean, I was a little disappointed in uh when I learned what a frog was in Spanish. Because it just, it, it's not it, frog. Not a single letter does it share in common. <laughs> if, if it's not frog, it's wrong. Anything that describes a frog that isn't the word frog is incorrect. <laughs> or something similar. You know, I don't want to be a American Eurocentrist uh, and say that English is the only correct language. But if it's, if, it's sim if it's similar to frog, you know, maybe a bloink or a, or a splodge, something like that, right? Just kind of froggy. You know, got to be frog. Fair enough. You know, there are I, some words that really just yeah. really hammer home exactly what just, something is. That's just what it is. Um, you know what I think is underrated? I don't. Large frogs. And I don't mean toads. I mean like frogs, like smooth amphibians that need water, right? Mm -hmm. But like the size of a pumpkin. Like the size where, of a where bowling are these ball. Huge frogs at. I'm not super know. familiar, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know, but I know that they exist, and frankly, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine pulling out a frog the size of a dinner plate. How awesome would that be? That you would could, be like cool. talk to it. That's like the size of a baby. <laughs> but it's a frog. Oh, that, you, have you met my son? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. I saw this one uh, video. It's it's circulating. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. It's uh, it's it's this guy, right? 
and he um to the best of to my understanding he's a uh, he builds terrariums and stuff. He builds terrariums and vivariums and all these little aquariums and all these arium stuff, right? Right. And uh, he's like, "Hey guys, today I'm going to talk about um or I I want to remember the exact quote because it's really 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 funny." Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I'm struggling, but basically I for, I forget the exact verbiage. But um, basically it was this guy and he was like, all right, today I'm going to show you how to make this aquarium. But first, oh, that's what it was. It was, it was, but first. So he's like, I'm going to make, show you how to make this aquarium. But first, and he's got this, this bowling ball sized frog on his, (laughs) on his desk. Like he's just talking there. He's got his camera, his ring light set up, his vivarium in the background. He's like, I'm going to show you, but first, and this bowling bowling ball sized frog is sitting on his desk and some guy, um. Uh, stitches it and he's like no 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 but first nothing but first nothing why do you have <laughs> what <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember the, the what he says but it, it's so funny it's like why do you what is that frog doing there my favorite quote is he looks like he's gonna <laughs> he looks like he's about to spin a wise proverb at me <laughs> like <laughs> another what does he eat babies <laughs> Like, what is he doing there? He's just, like, I don't know. There's something so comedic about, about this frog. And, and the, he's about to spin a wise proverb at me. Like, there's something about that that is so funny. Oh, it's just so well done. There's something about frogs that just kind of make them seem they're just wise. Funny. They're funny and they're wise. Yeah, yeah. I agree. They, ju- they just sit there contemplatively. They just croak. You think it's contemplatively. Yeah, it's probably well, it's, not. It's, it's probably just that they're probably not just thinking a thousand and yard just, stare because yeah. they're simple amphibians. Because they're conserving energy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you what know. a toad abode is? A what? A toad abode? A a toad house? A, a toad abode? Yes, a toad house. I I think I've seen people make these before. <laughs> I had a toad abode in my yard for a while. Oh, did you? It was a little porcelain house. It was it was cute. It was just like a, a little po- blue porcelain bowl, mm-hmm. and it had like it was you know kind of toadstooly house shape, and there, okay. were, there were toads inside. It was really it was really fun. <laughs> did did any toads actually take up residence? Right? Yeah, take yeah. up residence. I will say though, because of uh, where my house was, because as an avian, uh, I do live in the woods. So yeah, every fall there was just a ton of leaves, and we didn't really rake because we didn't have a lawn. It was just leaves. <laughs> So like it was just leaf litter. Um, that was it. So we didn't really rake that much. Uh, but we did mulch the garden beds every once in a while, and that's where the toad abode was was in the garden bed. So oh, okay. Every once in a while, we would have to rake it out because it would just get so covered up with leaves. It, w- it you couldn't even see it anymore. I gotcha. So that would have to be cleared out periodically. Do you like raking leaves? Not really. It depends. Okay. okay, so it depends. It depends on the rake. If it's a if it's an effective rake. That is good at clearing leaves, yes. But if it is a bad rake that is difficult to rake with, absolutely not. Okay, I have I have two things to say. But yes. first, that goes, I think, for any household chore. This is like, true. That goes for anything, really. Like I think the most underrated investments, in my opinion, are, are good household cleaning tools. That's a like very getting good a point. good, a nice vacuum that is yeah. easy to vacuum with, yeah. it's cordless. Doesn't smell. Doesn't smell. It's easy to maintain. Makes such a difference when you go to vacuum. Because it's like... You're not loathing it. Yeah. Like, you're not lugging around this big, heavy, disgustingly awful, loud piece of machinery that (laughs) is just a chore to use. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's literally... Yeah, it's a chore to use. It's a chore to use, and you're doing a chore. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah. You can get it done, like, a fourth of the time if you invest in a good Mm -hmm. vacuum, and I guarantee you'll want to vacuum more. Yeah. I know that from experience. Yeah. It's the same thing with a rake. Yes. I remember we always had like those like pretty crappy like plastic rakes. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Like the ones you get. Unfortunately, I do. The ones from like Walmart. Yeah. Now, I didn't know there was a whole world of like actual good rakes Mm. until one year my dad, my brother and I were all raking some leaves and uh, we were out there like all day and our neighbor came in clutch with a gas-powered leaf blower that was better than our electric one. Yeah. And two rakes. Wow. And let me tell you, these, this rake, bro, had like a little 
a little hinge like Ooh. on the the wider part so yeah. that it was really like when you take it on the ground uh-huh. it would bend for you and you could yeah. really get in and like right, right, right. pull things right it was really light it had grips it was made of aluminum yeah <laughs> dude i had so much fun raking that day <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely stunning. It is really incredible how big of a difference tools can make. It really does make the difference between a frustrating and awful experience yeah. and a job that actually takes five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, I have a interesting relationship with tools. So I consider myself not a handy person, mm-hmm. but a, <laughs> a conceptually handy person like a theoretically handy person right right like if i see you know oh this looks like a job for a handy person who can just have you know work about the house and and do these household chores right Mm -hmm. i i know like what to do but i know that i cannot execute it as well as i would like with what i have at hand you know i gotcha like i i always rag on my parents for this i i always joke that we live in the stone age because like if you go to our garage <laughs> there's nothing there there's like there's nothing that I, I take that back there's a lot there but none of it is is good or useful like for example no no oh, no power tools no power tools the only power tool is like a drill okay. from the 50s Oof. that smells like I don't even know. It smells like 50s. <laughs> it smells like the 50s. Yeah, you know how like old machinery, um, doesn't matter what it is, cars, typewriters, cameras, uh, anything with moving parts from like the 50s, it always has that same like old grease smell. Yeah. That old like factory grease. Mm-hmm. It just reeks of that. Doesn't work, obviously. Awful. Hate it so much. That's horrible. And a, a Dremel. That's all we have. We have a Dremel and a soldering iron. That's the only like 21st century things we have. Everything else is just like a a sparse smattering of hand tools. None of like none none of the wrenches are ever the right size. None of the screwdrivers <laughs> are ever the right size. I, I know that. We have like claw hammers that are covered in rust and paint. Like it's just it's so not conducive to work. All of it, the only nails we have are like three-inch roofing nails. Like, it's just awful. Every, nothing oh. is nice. No saw horses. No, not, not even really good saws. They're all very dull. All of our tools and our knives are extremely dull. It's just so frustrating. And, like, I was telling my mom, like, if you want me to do... Like, I, I'm happy to do things around the house. I am eager to do things around the house. I would love to. I would love to. Like, oh, you know, th- this light switch, whatever. Like, I would love to, to fix that, you know, whatever. But... Mm-hmm. We don't have wire nuts. We don't have wire cutters. We don't have wire strippers. Like, it's just, it's exhausting. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's my it's, little rant. When you make a chore, a chore to complete, mm-hmm. you exponentially multiply <laughs> the amount of willpower and frustration it takes to finish the oh job. my god it is insufferable i i remember when i would start doing things when i started doing handy things yeah i wouldn't consider myself especially handy but mm-hmm. i learn on a need-to-know basis how to sure, do sure. a lot of things um i would try to do them with like stripped down versions of tools and like yeah no, it just doesn't it's work. Just, it's so incredibly frustrating. However, I will say, though, that did, like, build a lot of character because when there were things that, like, needed to happen, like, oh, the drain's clogged and we don't have any drain or, like, the drain's not where, or, you know, it's PVC, whatever, right? Yeah, Extenuating yeah. circumstances, like, you got to open it up and, and look inside, like, mm-hmm. okay, well, <sighs> we don't have any pipe wrenches, so <laughs> gonna have to make do, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, C clamps. I'm pretty sure I, 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 I'm pretty sure we, we fixed a clog by uh, me opening up, unscrewing the pipes with a C clamp. It was infuriating. It was, oh, I could imagine. It was the worst experience ever, but like I did it because I had to. Like, oh, I can hear that pain. Oh, I, I know exactly what you can like. hear, like the snappiness between me and my mom because I'm just like so frustrated at this farce, this ridiculous situation that we've gotten ourselves into oh but yeah 
So a lot of things like that have happened. <laughs> I could imagine. But I, uh, even if you're not super handy. Yeah. You just it's know. just useful to have at least yeah. a couple of good tools on hand. It's just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's something that, that, that is applicable in many places, you know, having mm-hmm. the right tool for the job. Yeah. Like, like you can't expect, you know, yeah, it, ju- it just makes sense. It's like you wouldn't. It makes it so much easier. You wouldn't cut a lawn with nail clippers. I'm not insane. Like you, you <laughs> just like you just wouldn't do that. You wouldn't cut a lawn with, you know, garden shears. Like that yeah. just doesn't make sense. Like you, 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 you don't. That's not what you do. It's the worst. Oof. Not having the right tool can that is, make it's, it's it can make it the most frustrating job. Oh. I, I have so many stories like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I was changing a toilet one time and I I didn't have the right um, like nut wrench. Uh-huh. I learned on a need to know basis. I know what the things look like. I don't know any of their names. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have the right wrench. It was a hex nut. Sure. So I was using a pair of pliers yeah. to unscrew oh. and then screw back in the, oh. the toilet. The uh the top part of the toilet, you know, sure. the part where you drop an upper decker. Right, right. The <laughs> reservoir. Part, the re- Thank you. The reservoir. <laughs> As a plumber, I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> this was pre-plumbing days. This was in middle okay, school. Okay, okay. I was, I was doing this and trying to change out my toilet because it was broken. Interesting. At least a part of it. Sure. But, um, yeah, I think it took like three hours just to like screw wow. it in. It was ridiculous because I was getting up and like, against the wall oh and like God. trying to squeeze don't, in there don't, don't even get a pair of pliers that had to be flashbacks. at least six inches long and trying to get that i could i think i could court like turn the nut about an eighth of the way before i had to take it off and readjust you're making me sweat right now because i've, <laughs> I've lived this exact scenario yep. 10 times in my life uh-huh. yeah each time it is worse than the next oh i never want to do it again you're making me sweat speaking of sweat what i have sweat? not what what about sweat? I have not sweat in a while, and I am finally sweating again because it's finally warm again. And this is very exciting. I got sunburned yesterday for the first time in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like finally consuming, you know, the, the sunlight. Getting some vitamin D. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. Um, anyway, what I was going to say about sweat. Do you think my feet smell? What? Do my feet smell? Can you smell them? Do you have your shoes off right now? No, no. I have, I have my. <laughs> I, I can't smell your feet right my now. My shoes no. are on, but I don't know. I feel like, especially inside, it's smellier because people are sweatier. Oh, Is you that mean just me? Like in general? Yeah, just like like right now. Um, like right now, I feel as though I can smell myself, and I don't like it. I really dislike it. I think I've I've gone a little bit nose blind to it. Because at boxing, oh. there's nothing that, that it's no just smell sweat. that I can, I, can, I completely agree. There is no smell that I can compare what it's like coming back in from conditioning outside <laughs> in boxing to this sweaty, unventilated mat, mat room. Oh my God. And I am not even kidding. That you take so one disgusting. step in and the moisture just smacks oh. you in the face. Oh. And it smells like wet mat. I bet if you had glasses on, it would fog them up. It probably would. Oh, that is but it's, so gross. It's absolutely awful. That is so gross. It's yeah, the no. most disgusting feeling because you're like, this is oh. this is everybody's sweat. Oh, uh. That is awful. Yeah, you're definitely desensitized from it by now. So, yeah, like I'm kind of, it doesn't, it's not even like an overtly awful smell. It's just like yes, the it kind of, <laughs> it's the kind of smell that you smell and you're like, I should. Not, I don't want to smell that. Yeah, this is I shouldn't not be good. smelling that. This but is, it's not like it's not like a fart where it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's like a different kind. It's not as right, pungent. right, right. It's like a subtle it's like. It's just like sort of insidious, like like I shouldn't be doing this right now. Yes. As opposed to like, ew, that's gross. Like, yeah. you should not be here. Yeah. The feeling is, ew, that's gross. The smell is not. Right, right, which right. Which is right, why right, it's such right. an odd feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You know, I, I was told actually that I could never wrestle as a, as a kid because I have such sensitive skin. So those oh. disgusting <laughs> mats that sit in unventilated gyms and get soaked in like gallons of sweat over their lifetime, like I just would break out instantly when, as soon as my skin came in contact, which is nice because it's a really good excuse. <laughs> Someone's like, hey, let's go on the mat. Let's tussle. Like, actually, I have very sensitive skin. <laughs> so that's nice. 
That that sounds like a Diver Wimpy Kid line. It does. Something Greg would use to get yeah, no, absolutely. Unit. So, but true though. Yeah, like, like not actually an excuse, true, not like just a, like, like a legitimate excuse. Yeah. Like you'd probably have a doctor's note for it, right? Um, which I got. <laughs> Do I'm, we have a wrestling unit in middle school? I don't think so. Maybe in elementary school or something. I, I don't think I ever like mm-hmm. sat out for my doctor's note or like with my doctor's note. But I know I had a doctor's note, like just in case. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. No. Just in case doctors know. Pretty interesting. Interesting I don't stuff. Think I ever got a doctor's note, even when I had broken bones. Wow. I remember one time I was in a cast, not a cast, but I was I had a boot on. Sure. Because I broke my toe. <laughs> and uh, I why do you up, need a whole boot for just a toe? It wasn't like a whole big boot. It was like a funky sandal. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how to describe it. I wore it. I think I wore it for like a week, and I was I was fine. Okay. But um. It's basically just so that your your toe doesn't move sure. for like a week. Right. It's like a I don't I don't know how to it was just like a funky sandal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Regardless. Um, anyway, I walk up to our our gym teacher, mm-hmm. the one everybody was scared of. Because he's what, uh, what uh when he, was this? He was an older it was in middle school. Middle, he was an older oh, yes, yes, an yes. older gentleman. I know who it is. Very stern, like stereotypical middle school. Like, Gym the teacher. school gym teacher. Yeah. Driver, give me 20. Exactly. Like, he, he was that guy. I think he would have been a cool dude if we, like, talked to him now. Oh, he, I think we he were is. just way too young for yeah, that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I know for a fact that he is, because, like, I talked to him afterwards. He was, like, he was just a chill guy. Like, he was a dude. Like, he was a dude. Like, he was just, like, yeah. one of those white sneaker lawn dads. Like, he was just one of those yeah, he guys. He kind of was. But because he spent, like, so much of his life being a middle school gym teacher, like, he just got conditioned to hate middle school kids, <laughs> which I don't blame him at all. I'm pretty sure anyone in the same position would turn out the same. Middle school is probably the worst oh, area to easily. teach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no. You, you got to fight to. Oh, you got to fight for your life. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Every day is a struggle. Oh, my God. Our math teacher in seventh grade. She was a lot of fun. E- oh yes, yes yes i remember y equals mx plus b <laughs> I, I i'll never forget uh her irrationality day do you remember that oh yeah i remember that <laughs> so uh for context uh our, our our wonderful teacher she would come in the day we learned about irrational numbers she would come in and uh <laughs> slam the door as hard as she could as immediately everyone's like kind of on edge like whoa what's what's going on and then she would just let out a guttural scream and throw a calculator down onto the ground as hard as she can. It would shatter into a million pieces. And, and everyone just like looks at each other, like just jaws, like on the floor, like what just happened? Just <laughs> uh, like speechless. Are you seeing this? And, and, and they're looking at each other and she's like, how am I acting? Like she, she says, how am I acting? But screams at like guttural screams. And we just look at each other. Silence. Nobody, nobody says a word. And she's like, I'm acting irrational. And that's what we're <laughs> going to be talking about today. Irrational numbers. <laughs> My favorite story that I heard, I, I wasn't in this class. Uh, you, we were in the same class, right? We were, yeah. We were. Uh, but a different period. Um, one, one poor girl, she, she giggled. She like laughed. Oh, I remember that. And and she stomps the the not the the teacher. The teacher stomps over to this girl, gets an inch away from her face, and screams, "Why are you laughing?" <laughs> as loud as she possibly can. Yep. Like you can feel the breath from her in this poor girl's face. Why are you laughing? Just window shadow, sh- sh- uh, shaking, window rattling. I meant to say shaking. I said shaking and rattling at the same time, and I said shadowing. Fun fact, there were actually no windows in that classroom. No, there weren't, but there was a closet. There was a closet. <laughs> oh, that's right. There I remember. A, there was a really large closet. I remember that. that I remember that. I remember that. Um, and uh, the, when we, the mannequin challenge. Yes. We were in middle school when that was big. Yeah. So when we did ours for school. Someone was they, tied up in the closet. We, uh, we, it was Brian O'Kirk. Yes. Yes. We, uh, Brian O'Kirk and I were actually in that homeroom together with yes, our, with our other friend that's why that's why it was the mannequin challenge was yep. you were in the closet I yeah it was that. uh rhino kirk we had taped in quotes him to the chair uh-huh. with a sign that said i forgot my chromebook <laughs> and it was me it very insidiously shutting the door as uh ah uh, yes you know uh, our other that. friend mr heck yes. stood over him yeah uh when it got to go air on the um 
school TV program. TV program. That part got cut out. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And I was, we were all really upset. That about does it. not at all surprise me. I'm not. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, that makes sense. One more thing yes. about that homeroom. That homeroom was awesome because that math teacher was so cool for homeroom. And yeah. for people's birthdays, she would bring in like donuts. Aww. Or uh, we could have a pizza party Ooh. at lunch. We had to, you know, put in a little bit of money. Or she would do, right. um, I think, dessert. Or some, nice. something, something or other. You could pick on something your special. Oh, something yeah. special. And the the person whose birthday it was got to pick. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's and super cool. During the standardized tests and stuff, after oh. they were all over. She brought in a griddle and she made us pancakes. I remember that. Yeah, I think I had some of those pancakes. They were really good. They were really really good. Yeah, because yeah. Because she was she was an awesome advisor. Teacher. Yeah, yeah. That is that is fun. Homeroom teacher. She was amazing. Yeah, loved her. I'm trying to remember my seventh grade. Oh, I remember. Mine was uh, our history teacher. Which history teacher? Uh, the, the one do- that liked the Elmo? Doc. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> the doc. He's cool. He's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, right, right. So back to the, the gym teacher. Yes, yes, when yes, I yes. I had my Swear. broken toe and my funky sandals. Yes, like, yes, yes. That's where we were. Hey, uh, I, I can't really run because mm-hmm. the doctor said no. And he goes, do you have a note? <laughs> and I was like, no, I got a boot. <laughs> and he goes, all right, put your foot there. And I, I put my foot out in front of me. And then he gets up and he go and he makes to like stomp on my toe. It's <laughs> a joke. And he goes, yeah, you're all good. Just take a seat on the bleachers. <laughs> and he let me off. But for like a split second, I was like, what? Yeah, I thought for a second he was going to make you run. Like, you, no note, no bench. Like, you got to run. I was like, that's why I was about to say, no, I don't have a note, but you have eyes. Don't you? <laughs> I don't have a note, but I have a boot and you also have eyes. So <laughs> yeah. What, what are we doing here? But no, that, 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 that checks out. That sounds like the play you do. Yeah. It was pretty funny. In hindsight, it was a lot funnier than it was. I think I was like really caught off guard by yeah. that <laughs> yeah. at the time. Which, which so. makes sense. Cause like as a middle, as a, like from someone at that point, that is surprising. Like that's yeah. not what he'd do. Usually just be like, okay, just have a seat. Like, all right, sit down. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't be funny <laughs> about it. Like, he's not not expecting him to be funny, you know? Maybe he was in a good mood that day. <laughs> well, I think he was. I think he was funnier than we thought he was. Yeah, I, think I think we so just too. thought he was serious. I think you're right. I think he was. You know what? I'm, I'm almost positive you're right. Like, I think if we went to observe a class, all the kids would be like, terrified of him still yeah and we would be like this guy's so funny like yeah. <laughs> like just the like kids use your emotional intelligence read the room he's not that scary well i think the problem was that we didn't have exactly. that emotional yes. intelligence that, 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 that's precisely my point so, yeah no yeah. i 100 percent with you on that one there middle school gym good time no it was not middle school gym was probably the worst point in everyone's life it really depended if on not who was the in your worst, class very close to it Middle school gym is so weird. It's such an interesting dichotomy. I feel like it's never just normal. Like, oh, yeah, you know, just gym. It's always either the best period of the day or the absolute worst. And there's no in between. And for me, it was the absolute worst. Unathletic, introverted, socially awkward, very unathletic. (laughs) 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 Did I mention unathletic? (laughs) I could run as a little kid. I could not. Oh, my God. Throwing a ball. Oh. I, I, like yeah, you can't either. see, but I'm covering my face right now. It's just I I don't even want to think about it. Oh my god! I, I remember. I can throw days. a disc. I, I'm a pretty good uh, frisbee guy. I would say I am as well now. Oh, you know, yeah, right. We've, we we've, we've, we've tossed a disc between the two yeah. of us. We should uh, do that. We should since we it should. is so nice. Yeah. Perhaps tonight we can. Perhaps. You know, uh, I digress. But I think I've uh, mentioned this before. But the reason I'm so good at frisbee, I'm so much better at frisbee than you would expect me to be because I'm so <laughs> trash at all other sports is because of my brother. He got really into frisbee and he was really good for a while. But of course we live on the very far edge of the district. None of his friends lived remotely near us and especially none of his frisbee friends. So he needed to practice. And so he conscripted me. So he forced me because he's six years older than me. Like if, of he, there was a period in, in of, of our lives where he could just get me to do whatever he wanted because he was my six year older brother. Yep. Um, I know the feeling. Yeah. I have the same age gap. Yup. Yup. You, so, you get it. Yeah, I get it. You, you get it. 
you get it. But he would just like, we would go down to the cul-de-sac and we had a pretty big cul-de-sac. It was a pretty big distance. And we would just toss back and forth for like hours a day. Maybe not hours, maybe half an hour to an hour, but pretty much every day for a good long while. Time flows different when you're a kid. So Uh, yeah, it felt like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well have been. Uh, But yeah, no, we just tossed it back and forth for a good long while, almost every day, Uh, pretty much every day after school. And so I just got cracked at Frisbee, not by my own choice. I was forced to, I had no other option because he would like, he would try out all these crazy throws. He would like make me lead him. You know, he'd make me lead him so he could try crazy throws and I'd have to catch them. Like it was a whole thing. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just got good at Frisbee. Interesting little tidbit. It's not every day you get good at Frisbee. Yeah, no. Just cause, so. Just cause. I'd say it's a valuable skill. Yeah, for sure. Good brother Good college skill. Really good college skill. Yeah. I feel like there's something about a Frisbee that's like so inherently social. Like I feel like you, you throw a ball around, it's like, okay, you're throwing a ball around. Right. But it's like competitive. It's like yeah. we're throwing a ball. Yeah, we're, we're gonna throw this ball. And yeah. it's I feel like especially with a ball, it's there's there it's very binary, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be me and you, my team, your team, yep. right? It's very binary. It, red and blue team, red guy, blue guy. But with a frisbee, it's like ah, we're just throwing a disc yeah. around, just the boys, you know? Yeah, we're just having a good time. We're just having a, exactly. We're just having a good time throwing a disc around. Like as soon as you bring in a ball, even if it's not inherently competitive. Even if you're just having a catch, it's still two people. Whereas a frisbee, you can just get a big old circle going, just draw spokes out, yep. draw draw uh, what is it, cords of that circle, just as much as you want. Yeah, I feel like even if it isn't, if it doesn't start competitive with a ball, it very it, easily it, becomes it, it, and very quickly yeah. becomes competitive. Yeah, I remember because I would uh, often go to a nearby city where most of my cousins lived. Right, they loved sports. Mm. I did. Yeah. But I always had to play ball with them. Just, of course. You, know, you just have to. Like, like what was if, I going to do? Sit if inside? you're a kid and there are people playing sports, especially other kids your age, your friends playing sports, you don't have a choice. You just have to. But anyway, I'd be like, yo, let's, let's just go have a catch. Yeah. And every single time, Montague and Capulet, <laughs> they would turn it into, all right, whoever drops the ball first is out. And I was like, come on, can we just have a catch? <laughs> For God's sake. Catch. <laughs> yeah, you lose. Drop and give me 20. You're a rotten egg. You you lose. Like, dude, I just want to catch like, a ball. I, I just want to practice, man. Like, yeah. You know, despite that, I will say that Frisbee can also become very competitive. Oh, absolutely. And extremely fun. Ultimate Frisbee is one of my favorite sports to play. It is so much fun. I absolutely adore it. It is so fun. I remember at uh, one of our friend's grad parties. <laughs> We were like, hey, guys, let's toss a disc around. Let's toss a disc around. And we're like, yeah. So we got a a couple of people and we're like, okay, do we want to, you know what? Let's play ultimate because we have so many people here. Let's let's get teams. Mm -hmm. And we were out there for about three hours. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. The sun went down like we were we were all because it was such a good game. It was such a good game. Like for some reason, because it it was a this was a, a. I hesitate to say nerd friend, but a nerd friend of ours. Mm-hmm. So like you would have expected no one there to be athletic, but I, I find this interesting. I feel like ultimate is, is the nerd sport. Like if I, you have, I would have to agree. If you have someone unathletic such as myself and you get me out on an ultimate pitch, like suddenly I become an athletic specimen, you know? And that's what I happened. the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to everyone there because we were all like those, those, we were all basically nerds. But some of them were like the track nerds, the mm-hmm. cross country nerds, the runner right, nerds. Right. So like they, they, they could hold their own still. But everyone else, like we just got cracked at Frisbee for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it was so, it was such a tight game. The teams were so evenly matched. We played, we tried to play up by two. Uh, it was first to 10, I'm pretty sure. Okay. 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, 13, 13. We got up to like well into the 20s before, wow. before the sun went down. We're like, we got to go inside. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure someone lost. I'm pretty sure someone finally got up by two. Wow. I don't remember That's who awesome. it was, but it doesn't matter who it was because we, were, we all won that day. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. That's the heart of the, the sport. Just Absolutely. having a good time. Absolutely. Everybody's pushed themselves like, and nobody feels bad about it. Like, like we, we looked upon us like, we looked upon our, our you know, scoreboard, whatever, like, wow look at what we just did like that was incredible like we looked back on our work like an artist steps back from their painting or something like it was just incredible 
That's such an amazing thing. It was really cool. It was really cool. And then we finally got back and the parents were like, did you guys get lost or something? Like, Jesus, <laughs> what were you doing out there? And we were all, because it was hot. It was the summer, right? And we were all drenched in sweat. Some of our shirts were off. All of our shoes were off. We were just so hot and sweaty. Just disgusting looking. Panting. So, so tired. Just exhausted. Uh, very few of us had water, too. That was probably a really bad idea. We should probably. have. We should have had more water out there. But uh, it was just exhausting, and, and they were like, oh, my God, you look like you just got just ran a marathon. Like, what were you guys <laughs> doing out there? Like, we're playing Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> it was so much fun. That's amazing. Yeah. So now I see, like, I get the appeal. Like, I get the appeal. I'm, I, as someone who does not usually have that experience, I feel like that's what those, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, you know yeah. that type of middle schooler who always wears, like, neon nike stuff and yes. like is always playing sports yep. that's what he is chasing always <laughs> that's the feeling that he's chasing and i get it now because it's it's awesome but i never had that <laughs> up until you know like recently <laughs> I, I feel like it's very difficult to cultivate it's different it's very different person to person it's a very yeah. different experience i feel like everybody has to be in on it like everyone oh, yeah. has to be buying it yep but as soon as somebody doesn't like so as soon as somebody hops out whole experience is ruined. Yeah. It's weird like that. It's, it's interesting. I have to wonder like the anthropological roots, like the hunt, you know? Oh yeah, maybe. Like, like, Hey, we're we, guys, we're going on a hunt. Like you gotta be all in. I don't know that, that I would love to, as much as I dislike sports, <laughs> I really don't care for sports at all. I can't say that I do either. Do not care for sports. Except for um, professional tag. <laughs> professional tag is awesome. I don't care for sports only just like the identity. Like, oh, your, your city's team or your school's team. Like, it's fun to root for them. I get that. Like, yeah. that makes sense. That, that, again, just tribal, right? But I would love to track the history of sports. Like, playing a game with, with a ball or a hoop or a line that you have to get to cross, prevent someone from crossing, whatever. I feel like that would be fun. Like, early, 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 like cavemen. Like, I'm sure you heard the Aztecs have that, that version of, basketball they have or like handball or whatever yeah where they they gotta get the ball through the ring through the ring except they can only use their hips it's like soccer no it's like soccer except instead of their feet it's just like their torso and their hips which is why it's so difficult um there might be like refs where you can I'm, i'm sure there are rules like if the ball's on the ground you gotta get it up with your feet but like once it's in the air i'm pretty sure you can only like actually i don't know Maybe like upper legs. I don't know. Regardless, point is, very difficult to play sport, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just designed to be difficult. And uh, the losing team would be sacrificed. Oh. Yeah, they, they would all die. <laughs> so, well, I'll be. <laughs> yeah, they, they would die. So and on the bright side, you were always undefeated. I guess that's true. It's like yeah. being a gladiator. Yeah. Same well, idea. actually, kind of a little bit historically inaccurate very few gladiators actually died oh really i say very few percentage wise obviously absolute numbers yeah a lot of people died right 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 um if you lost a gladiator fight very often you were spared huh i guess that makes sense i mean it's kind of hard to trade yeah yeah it was like trying a new person like that was your job yeah like you you did that you know for work like oh i'm going to work i might die (laughs) you know (laughs) like some guy's gonna beat me within an inch of his inch of my life Usually, uh, um, a lot of gladi- gladiatorial deaths were accidental. Hmm. Like, just, they went too far, like, didn't know when to stop, didn't know when to tap out, like, oops, went too far, guy died. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole thumb thing, um, thumb I can't speak, like, you know, you, you're, you're, you're in a position where one gladiator has bested the other. Like, they're tapped right. out, they're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Does the does the emperor decide whether they live or die? Mm-hmm. Um, that is very romanticized. I, I don't know the specifics of it, but I don't think that was like every single match. Glad, actually, I can't I, imagine. I mean, I feel like they had matches pretty frequently. Actually, you'd be surprised. Correctly. They, ha- I'm pretty sure they had like. I say they. This this is all everyone listening. This is a very huge asterisk. We are not historians. When we say they, this refers to a band of like a thousand years of human history and very many different cultures. Um, I'm pretty sure we're referring to mostly Roman gladiatorial combat. Yes. Um, in the, 
pretty much specifically the Colosseum. Yes. But Rome had a lot of um, arenas all over the empire. Some of them extremely cool naval ones where they staged, you know, mock naval battles. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They, they would fill them, these incredible feats of engineering, they would fill these enormous, like, well past the size of modern-day football stadiums. Like, the biggest football stadiums in the world we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Michigan State, Penn State, these massive, massive football stadiums uh, blow those out of the water. That's insane. They yeah. filled that all with water. They filled it all with water. I mean, Whoa. it was shallow, right? It was shallow. Yeah, but sure, they but filled still, it all that's with, impressive. They filled it all with water. And uh, they would wage, like, mock naval battles in there. The scale was incredible. So in those ones, yeah, a lot of people died. But, like, <laughs> in the one-on-ones or, you know, stuff like that, the, the one-on-ones, you don't see that that much. But with the massive pit fights and the tigers and the lions and whatever, you know, yeah, people, you know, you, you, you're getting mauled to death by a lion, and the lion's not going to say, um, my gracious emperor, I, I, I humbly request to know whether or not you deserve this soul to be saved or sacrificed. They're just going to maul you to death. They're going to eat you, right? So it, it is kind of weird. I feel like when, when we say gladiatorial combat, it's like it's, it's another one of those, you know, the age of piracy and Vikings. Like, yeah. it varies wildly from place to place and from time to time. Mm-hmm. So it really can't be said. So when I say, you know, they didn't die all that often, I was referring to a very specific time and, a, and you know, like Rome. But right. most of the time, yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like it does make sense. If you're pitting fighters against each other, like in ancient times, like y- y- people are going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. That just yeah, makes sense. Just it just makes sense. It it's just how it goes. Yeah. But uh, what were we talking about before this? Why, like a gladiator, boxing, middle school, uh, frisbee? We, we covered a lot of ground. We cover episode. a lot of ground. Uh, we, we cover a lot of ground. We were talking about uh, sports and the hunt. That's yeah, how we the got into gladiatorial yes, combat. the hunt, the hunt. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. So the, the Aztecs, right? And the, the basketball. Right, right, right. The Aztec yes, basketball. Yes. The sacrifice. Yeah, so the sacrifice. You're just dead. Um. Right. Yes, that was it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would love to track it like before that, because a lot of people don't realize how recently the Aztecs were. You know, Oxford University mm-hmm. is older than the Aztec Empire. How old is Oxford University? Oxford's really old. Oxford was made in like, I want to say, I want to say 1490s. Wow. Or no, what was it? Was it earlier than that? It might have been. I, I'm going to look it up because I, I, I need to know. I'm, I'm insatiably curious. Um, I, I think it might've even been early, earlier Oxford. I think it might've been. Yes. 1096. 1096. 1096. Wow. Yep. I was like, I I was going to say 1100. I was like, I think it was around 1100. I was like, no way. That's, that's no shot. I was like, oh yeah, it must've been the 1400s. No, it was around 1100. It was 1096. Oxford will soon be having wow a one thousand year anniversary. That's incredible. A imagine a, the party for that. A millennial party, like not a centennial, not a bicentennial, a millennial. That's, That's crazy. insane. That's wild. You know, uh, Zildjian symbols. Zildjian symbols. Zildjian symbols. I'm not familiar. Anyone who knows anything about drum sets will know Zildjian. Oh, okay. I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a music thing. Uh, right. They're this company. Actually, Zildjian owns Vic Firth. So if you're a drummer, you know Zildjian and Vic Firth. And one other famous brand. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, I, I forget. But Zildjian and uh, Vic Firth. Those are the big names. But Zildjian has been around for 400 years. They just recently celebrated their 400th birthday. Wow. Which is incredible. Like, you don't see many companies no. still around. And it's, they're still... It's they, rare. The, the, the funniest part is they were making symbols then, and they're still making symbols <laughs> now. Like, I feel like if there is a 400-year-old company, it's almost always like an establishment, like a university, uh, a restaurant, an inn, a tavern, yeah. a park, even though that's not really a business. Or a company, oh, but yet. you know what I mean. Like yeah. if something is four hundred years old, like it's it's a building, like it's a it's a service, it's a tradition, 
it's not a good like oh yeah we've been making uh bowling balls here for 400 years like no you just you don't do that yeah. <laughs> you just don't see that so that's why i think it's so cool that they've been making symbols for symbols specifically for 400 years that is pretty interesting as, as wild as you said Congrats you, to you really don't see that Mm-mm. often Mm-mm. I, th- I think probably because a lot of things that we use that are being made go now, obsolete well, not that they go obsolete, but they're also relatively recent. I mean, like large scale manufacturing true. has been a thing oh, yeah, since for sure. Yeah, two hundred years maybe. Yeah, almost. So. Yeah, almost all goods before that were artisanal and small scale. Yeah, so you'd almost never see. Yeah, that's that's a, actually a very good point. You'd never see like a company making things before the industrial revolution. Yeah, let alone four hundred years before now, and in the Middle East too, in Turkey. Huh. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, I, maybe you would, because it's unexpected. Because like here, we're we're very familiar with American history. Here, we know yeah. like oh, industrial revolution, you know. Uh, but outside of the of outside of the United States, I feel like we're not really as aware of older history of other of other countries and other just regions of the world in general. Really, I think that largely has to do with the fact that American history gets multiple years and then actual world history gets like one year. Yeah. In, in, in our curriculum. Course. Yeah. In, no. At least in our curriculum. And I For would sure. imagine it was similar elsewhere oh, yeah. considering the presence of AP yeah. classes, uh-huh. uh, kind of uh, the curriculum. And besides, it's, it's almost impossible because how do you divvy it up? Even if you do equal you study American history for this many years and you study world history for also this many number of years, it's still America and the world. Like it's yeah. going to get stretched thinner. It's yeah. just a, just, there's no way to slice it unless you take, you know, South American history, Latin history or Latin American history, European history, uh, Asian history, North Asian history, East Asian history, yeah. South Asian history, West Asian history, North African history, Saharan history, South African history, yep. Pacific Island history. Like, it's impossible. Uh, it's impossible to to cover all of that. Even Europe, uh, my God, with how much we we study Europe, like there there'd have to be you know, uh, Nordic European history, the British Isles. Yep. The British Isles would probably get their own unit. It's just ridiculous. Uh, it definitely how, could. How much there is to know about the world and and just about history at all. There's Pretty crazy. so many people throughout history. It's Pretty the crazy. Amount of- Amount of things that we do in one lifetime multiplied, yeah, billions of times over. It's wild. It's just wow. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I I read earlier, I forget the exact number. How many people there have ever been? Wait, wager a guess. I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, how many people there have ever been? Uh, I I have heard this before. I think it's it's not as many. As you might think, because we've exponentially grown so much in the past couple hundred years. Yeah. I think it's around 10 or 11 billion. 10 or 11 billion? Yeah. That's about presently. We're at about eight or nine. Been? How many there have ever, how many humans have ever existed on this planet? Aggregate. Sum them all up. I think we're, how many people are here now? It's about 8 billion, right? About eight or nine, yeah. Eight or nine. So I'm going to say maybe 12 to 13 billion, maybe. About a hundred billion. Oh, okay. I was way just off. over a hundred billion, or maybe not just over over a hundred billion people. Of course, this is just a very rough estimate, and right. it's worth mentioning. Big, big asterisk here. Massive. Many people are, are probably already skeptical of this. Is those are just humans who have been born, but humans who have lived to adulthood is significantly less. Yeah. It's about half that. I could imagine. It's about half that. So yep. about 50 billion people um, have really lived past, like, you know, childhood. Two. Yeah. I don't know about two, but certainly childhood. Two just sounds funny. Two, two <laughs> morbidly funny, yeah. <laughs> but uh, which, is, which is wild, because if you think about that, only 50 billion people, we have about 10 billion now. That's a fifth. That's a hefty, hefty amount of all the people who have ever lived, ever, are alive right now. That is shocking. Which is just wild. Which is just wild. Another another really kind of crazy fact is uh you are the 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 first person to live to two hundred years old has almost certainly been already born. In fact, it's pretty much a statistical guarantee that the first person to live to two hundred is alive right now. 
makes sense. Yeah. I, I wonder how far, how long. How, how old they are? How old they are, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, me too, me too. How old they are right now. And the first Curious. person to live to 300 and potentially even 400 is also probably alive right now. Are there statistics out there that predict how, there how are, long the life expectancy is going to increase? There are. Um, they're a little over my head just because I'm so unfamiliar with them. My brother mm -hmm. uh, likes to do this a lot. He texted me the other day. He was like, I ascribe more probability to me dying under 40 or over 500 than in between. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? What? What, what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> I, I want to I pull it up. Was there any context previously to that, or did you just text No, we were that? talking about classes. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about, like, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, you know, should I do uh, comp sci or math? Or I was like, oh, should I do this minor, like, like uh, information sciences, you know, mathematics or whatever? Right. Like, should I do this minor? He's like, eh. It's kind of weird. It looks like, uh, you know, a, he goes, uh, it looks more like um, supplementary applied stuff for math kids rather than, uh, but you want supplementary math stuff for applied kids, right? It's mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, that's helpful. And I sent him some other ones like, yeah, these look good, you know, uh, but just, uh, you know, I don't really, I don't think minor's that important. Just take the classes and learn the skills that reflect your interest. And if a minor happens to line up with that, then great. But if not, don't, no big sweat. And then he was like, we, 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 quickly devolved um very quickly devolved about three or four texts later also i've been pretty extreme on the whole ai stuff and currently assign more probability to me dying at less than 40 years old or more than 400 years old more than dying in that range <laughs> like okay cool yeah my brother doesn't text me <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> yeah no it, it is pretty cool having him i think i mentioned this before like ai is so incredible right now and we're seeing such a such incredible rates of change in ai and he's at the cutting edge of that i mean his his phd is most likely going to be on ai alignment deep learning like that's that's what he studies is yeah machine learning and optimization and ai like that that's just what he studies and so like you know yeah it's it's, it's just pretty cool to have to have some a man yeah. on the inside as it were that is really cool yeah you got like he he t he showed me GPT three before anyone else like before it it blew up like he he showed it to me he was like look at that this is going to be the next big thing and <laughs> he was right and here we yeah. are well yeah that that's not a very difficult conclusion to reach like uh like oh yeah it's uh, not that surprising <laughs> well I think with that we'll probably have to wrap up for I today think we're do. a little we've, bit we've, over time anyway we've gone for a little while. We just uh, love talking. We're covering a lot of ground here. Indeed. So, without further ado, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We really Check do. us out on the Instagram and on uh, the Twitter at nficthoughts underscore podcast if you aren't following there already. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Make it as good as you can make it. Toodles. <laughs>